like fun fruity beers that you feel like you could drink a gallon of. The Farmer's Market is my go-to. Hefeweizen, also a delight. Friday in the park, pretty boring, but might be for someone like Jason. What is this? It's obviously a very good league. This is podcast. It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Soccer started. Yeah. Soccer started. I wonder where 10 years went. Indy City Football Live. Brought to you by Turketti's in Indianapolis. Cole and Shelby Street, Jason Chisholm, and Carrie Birch are the Pot Squad. Indy City Football Live. The squad passed. Blood. Oh, Cole donated blood. Yeah, we've had three blood donations. Why does a blood donation get you in this league? A volunteer point, which is equivalent to a volunteer hour, which is an Indy City football point, which goes to the standings. Carrie, can you explain this a lot better than what Kyle just did? Indy City football is an adult rec league soccer program with a good citizenship twist. 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 In addition to earning points for wins and draws, teams earn points by being good citizens. To us, that means using responsible transit, like carpooling or bicycling or walking, to our games. Transit. Supporting our generous after-party sponsors at after-parties and... By volunteering in your community and or donating blood. Blood. Thank you, Carrie. You're very welcome. Um, this, of course, um, listeners won't know this, but this is another one of our infamous Sunday recordings. So we're bound to be a little off if it's not a Monday. It's, everything's different when it's not a Monday, I think. But it's not a Sunday morning this time. But we are in a new location. Morning was rough. Shelby, but where are we? We are at, on our dear south side Pubbery, eatery, whatever you want to call it. It's Garfield, Garfield Park Brewery. Brewery. It's just Garfield Brewery. Yes. Yeah. It's not Garfield Brewery, no my home away from home. And a sponsor for Garfield. Yeah. yeah. Tevin, who is the manager here, wears our kit on beautiful game days. Beautiful. Ooh, nice. Love it here. I haven't been here in a minute. Um, the last time I was here, I did not come in. It is when we brought our son home from the hospital and <laughs> Carrie got to meet him before like most anybody else. I ugly cried. Everyone here thought I was nuts. We was literally amazing. just drove by and we're like, hey, I recognize that Subaru. <laughs> Pulled <laughs> Me anyone's. Okay. Uh, well, what are you drinking, Shelby? I have a flight in front of me, which I know I've had the Hefweizen before. I want to say I've had the Drunken Gardens before, but I've got some Jorts nonsense Ooh. and this Coffee Blonde, which Ooh. Carrie recommended. It smells like coffee doesn't really taste like coffee. I didn't know where it would fall between the spectrum of like a blonde and a stout. Because mm-hmm. usually coffee is very like dark beer. But it looks like these are all similar hues and transparencies here. And they match your shirt. Match my shirt. We're it's all gold ICF, everything. a uh, volunteer shirt. Fantastic. I had it out you in guys. a while. Spilled barbecue sauce on it immediately. I d- it did look like blood when you first got here. Uh, it's Yeah, it's blood. barbecue sauce. Thanks, Kyle. Um, it's too late in the day to change my shirt no, again. No, totally get it. Yeah. That's why I only wear black. <laughs> oh, I'm not today. I'm wearing green. Um, anyways, back to basics, everyone. We had some Indy Cup games we did. last week and some friendlies. We're going to recap those. I can't do it because my phone's almost dead. Someone else has to pull them up. Uh, Cole didn't send me screenshots this time, so I'm going to have to find them in the drive if I it's even it. been updated. I have the Indy Cup games. If you give me one I texted second. you yeah, all the scores. I was going to find those. Ah, uh, found them. Okay. We've got scores from field one at 620. 
Sporting Heron Morton and Sporting White River. The Battle of the Sportings clashed. And Sporting Heron Morton walked away victorious 5-3. And a surprising result for me. Except not surprising when you saw how many people from Heron Morton decided to show up all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Kind of unbelievable, but here we go. I mean, Heron Morton's been a good team. Um, mm -hmm. they're, they're my pick to win the Indy Cup this year from oh. the beginning. Um, and it shows. As we've talked about White River being on a warpath and mm -hmm. trying to win League 2 and Indy Cup and everything, and that's out the window now. So tough, tough loss for Sporting White River. I think this will just get him more motivated for next season. Yeah. Yeah. And they're also a very formidable team. Yeah. This game. That I was mean, a very tough game. Yeah. Yeah. Moving, How about our other games? Moving on to field three at 620. Mapleton and Bates Hendricks did battle. The game was very close, but Mapleton advancing two to one. Did you guys see, did you notice when they were playing how their jerseys were like identical almost? Yeah. yeah. We had, <laughs> we had talked before <laughs> Battle of the Blues. about they had pennies on hand available if they needed it, uh -huh. but they got to the entire game. Amazing. Maybe add some like fun spice. There's like a chance that you're the wrong person. Well, good job to Mapleton. We know you're a good team. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll see you in the final round. Yeah. And take our Spoilers. Commissioner's Cup back. Our friendly was directly across from this game. We were on six, they were on three. And I watched Bates score while on the field, and they were very, very overjoyed to score. Um, they scored that goal last, so definitely they thought maybe they could get back into it. But Mapleton uh, seemed to shut the door. So, Ooh. Next up at 7.40, I think Carrie might have a good bit to say about this one. Garfield Park did battle with Broad Ripple. Garfield Park advances to the Indy Cup semifinal, 4-2. to two. Another really tight game. Broad Ripple is very good. We played exceptionally well. That's all I'm really going to say. It was a pleasure playing them again. And sometimes, apparently, you can beat the same team twice. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. We didn't think that, but that's what happens. In every situation, I think, so far this year. Mm -hmm. So it's just a weird circle here of Broad Ripple has... Garfield has beaten Broad Ripple twice. Broad Ripple has beaten us twice. We have beat Garfield the one time that we've played you this season. Yeah. I think we got to settle this somehow. None of it makes any sense. Like, it doesn't... No. Yeah. Um, and my favorite part about this game was I was not there for it, but I, we were receiving live text updates from Carrie. It was a lot of fun. Um, and it was, it was great. Um, there was oh. so much action. Oh, there was tons. It, it, it did also rain in the middle of the game, like, poured on oh us. And um, when we were finished and it had stopped raining, there was... I'll send this to you guys and maybe tweet it. The most beautiful rainbow just like over our field. And it was really nice. nice. Now this game had to move from field one to field two at halftime. And because of flooding? Holes? It was almost canceled. It was almost called at halftime. Oh, because of the rain? Because of the rain. I didn't know that. I don't nope. know if it was rain or there well, was we like a winning at the halftime. It would have oh. just I don't scheduling? know how we would have how we would have fixed this, but they were saying they wanted to cancel the games, and we talked them into letting us finish. Uh, so we didn't have since we were only halfway through. So oh. spicy. Wow. Wish I didn't know that, but glad I do. And yes. this, this that rain also affected the other 740 game. 
And in that 7.40 game of Meridian Kessler United and FC Fountain Square, MKU walked away handedly 8 to nothing. I'm going to call that a Katie curse. Why? Because she, she picked Fountain Square to win? No, she picked MKU to win. She, oh. as Kyle said, kanye oh, yeah. Fountain <laughs> Square yeah. in that moment. So. Well... Damn it, Katie. Don't you just love how much Jason actually remembers from previous episodes? Because I have to listen to them oh. twice. Well, we just show up with like a completely blank slate. Like, yeah. He's like, oh, that's the Katie curse. And we're like, if, who's Katie? If me or Shelby <laughs> does not listen to, to our own podcast later, we do like, it's like it didn't happen. Yeah. Which I, so we used, I used to listen to it a lot because Cole and I were driving like to and from like prenatal appointments all the time. And so we would just like listen to this in the car and now we don't drive anywhere. So he sometimes listens, or like he listens to the podcast, and like sometimes I'm in the same room, but often I'm not. It's like it didn't happen. It did. Do you even co host a podcast? No. I can <laughs> assure you this really happens. <laughs> yeah. All the three times you had to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, much like Jason picking, who did you pick to win the Indy Cup? I've already Aaron forgotten. Morton. Aaron Morton. I picked MKU to win the Indy Cup prior to the season. So just excited to be here, frankly. Um, and they play the only League Two team in how, left how in the Indy Cup. How do you guys remember who you picked? Do um, we write it down somewhere? There's an infographic somewhere. Because I also listened to this. Oh, <laughs> well, I can't remember who I picked. It's on the Instagram. I'm pretty sure. I can find. There was it. a graphic because we all it. picked like our Indy Cup winner, League One winner, League Two winner. Who did you pick, I, Shelby? I think there was something else. I think uh, I picked Pogues. <laughs> we can pull. I think up. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> or ooh, Kyle, did I pick Pogues? Kyle, do you want to talk about? Our schedule for Indy Cup. Yeah. Uh, who plays who and how it's going to work out. So the schedule for the remaining rounds of the Indy Cup. Um, obviously, we bracketed play um, after the last round. So Sporting Heron Morton will take on Mapleton FC in the final, or semifinal, excuse me. And then Garfield Park will do battle with MKU um, in what are sure to be two very exciting semifinal games. Um, and those games will take place on September 7th after the regular season closes, after we've crowned the League One and a League Two champion. Uh, these semifinals will take place at Koontz, and please come out and watch them. Have a jolly good time before good the time. ICF Indy Cup final on September 21st, where we will have vendors and fun, and much like we had with the League One and League Two championships last year. All Love the hubble blue. And we're also going to be playing the third and fourth place game that night we as well. We will as well. Yep. Oh, we are? Yep. Okay. So you can actually run into Mapleton still. <gasps> Watch out, you thieving MFers. All right. I have it. Mapleton footballistas? It, uh, for a recap of predictions, Jordan, the commissioner, League One, Real Fletcher Place, League Two, Southside Soccer Club. Indy Cup, Garfield Athletic Club. What? Okay. Two of three of those are mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kyle, you had League One Mapleton. Okay. League Two Southside. Okay. Indy Cup MKU. All of those are still alive. We'll get to that later. All what? alive? I'd say. I I bet you hit at least one of those. I I sure hope so. You guys, that woman walking right there is another sponsor of our soccer team, Andrea Hayden of Studio Hayden, on our sleeve with the brewery logo. There she goes. Thanks for believing. Thanks, Andrea. I love it here. Um, Carrie, League One, Bates Hendricks. Well, that didn't go quite as we expected. League Two, Sporting White River. 
Still could okay. happen. Indy Cup. Yeah. I'll let a couple Pogues run. You know, basically, isn't picking my twins team the same as picking mine? Yeah. No. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Shelby. League one, Atletico Pogues run. League two, Broad Ripple City. Long Indy shot. Cup, Riverside City. No shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole, League one, MKU. Not mathematically possible anymore. There you go. League two, Intermonon. Indy Cup, possible. Riverside City. Not possible. And I picked League one, Hallville. League two, Southside. Indy Cup, Sporting Heron Morton. Ooh. Oh, so dang, Jason, Jason. I'm inclined to believe that you are now an MKU supporter because you're wearing an MKU super kit as we speak. Yeah, what's up with that? Is that intentional? It's his third <coughs> team this season. I'm wearing a Garfield AC tank top. I'm wearing neutral ICF. <laughs> Jason, I'm not sure we're friends anymore. I Ooh. am still moving in, and we finally got our dryer hooked up, so we did a lot of laundry this weekend. And this was one of those things that was in the t- basket. I also at the just, top. I think I've only ever seen you in ICF gear or Shirts Arrow today. McLaren. Yeah, probably. No, that's not true. Because after, on, on Mondays, I come in like a Pennzoil shirt or a Speedway gas station shirt, which is probably still racing themed shirt. Let's not talk about my wardrobe and let's go <laughs> into. So, upcoming, let's not go uh, into friendly. standings first. This is normally when we would talk about standings. We don't have any. If you're updates. listening and you're confused, crazy. We don't have. I'm going standings. to tell you the same thing I told people who asked me. The Indy Cup and friendlies did not affect the standings, so they're exactly However, the same. So they do not affect any soccer points, but it was big for social transit volunteer. Did we have We're any still movement? Eligible. Fun oh, fact: oh. we had a first-time submission for one of our teams. What team? Involuntarily. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Wait, that's against league, I think. It, Sporting here on Morton has submitted their very first ICF point ever. What? He there was, was there. There was a Sporting here on Morton player at a top room. I did not catch his name because I did not talk to him. Cole submitted on his behalf. He didn't not agree to it. And this lone point couldn't make a difference. More on that later. It literally what? could. Isn't that insane? Okay, so Indy Cups, we talked about. Mm-hmm. We got our games coming up. We all are aware of what's happening there. Are we ready to talk about App Properties League real 1 soccer? and App Properties League 2? Or real soccer? Um, the, yeah, just real quick before oh, we move to yeah. those. Um, there were several friendlies. Um, some of you played through the Lorraine. Good for you. Um, we did not. Um, but Southside and Atletico Pogues Run had the friendliest of friendlies. Um, there were friendships. Literally was. Literally was the nicest game of soccer I have played in my life. There were friendship bla- bracelets. We were given a banner, um, which was made by Katie Burge. She Looks literally fantastic. quilted a banner. Yeah. And it is absolutely adorable. It says APR Hearts SSC. We have all these different friendship bracelets. They're all over Instagram and X and everything else. Like you can see them everywhere. There's specific pod squad ones. Mm -hmm. They made one for Finn that has his name on it and it was super (laughs) tiny and it fit on his foot. (laughs) And I can't let him keep wearing it because it's a choking hazard, but he's going to keep it forever. (laughs) I love it so much. Um, Um, What else? There were three year old scored. 
a toddler scored. The first uh, goal I watched it. It was yeah. incredible. She was adorable. Yeah. She somehow um, blew past all those defenders. I know. Insane. It just She's, took uh, it to the house. Fun fact. The next. Uh, <laughs> was it on Friday? No, it was on Saturday, Saturday. I think. Uh, she had her regularly scheduled soccer practice, which is why she's so good. Uh, she was going to score again, as she is so used to doing now. Another kid blocked her and uh, happened to push her into the net. I have not received word if that was intentional or an accident. She started swinging. <laughs> so she, uh, yeah. little toddler buddy got into her first fist fight. Uh, and so her mom had a good talking to her after it and said, man, we don't start fights. And I said, oh, it'll be cute when she's old enough and she gets the second half of that is, but we sure as shit finish them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also in the friendliest of friendlies, a belated happy birthday was sung to Cole Street. Yes. And the Southsiders, you guys brought a really cool TIFO. Yeah. Debut of the Southside TIFO inspired by Athletico Pogues Run. Uh, we made it as an homage to them because we thought it was really cool. Uh, for the bush, which is our hashtag, so very much on the TIFO. Made 75% of the way by Liesl. I only painted the trophy, which is probably why the trophy looks like the worst thing on that TIFO. <laughs> um, I played my first game in like 16 yeah. months. I was going to say feel? all of the non-playing members Every got some playing time. one of our hooligans played. Amazing. Like all of the wives, the girlfriends, the best buddies. And, and most of them were pretty good. Like, yeah. they were showing out you out there. You freaks. You're so good. Also, I saw um, Cole and someone else on the team who I can't remember her name. Kai. Kai, mm -hmm. dressed out for um, APR for part of the game. Yeah, so we did a little swaparoo because mm -hmm. we, Pogues ended up kind of short on subs. Um, I mean, we're all familiar with Club Med at this point. And then yeah. I saw a couple people, like, continued stretching for, like, the entire second half. So I think there were some, like, hammy issues. And, like... Don't injure yourself on the friendliest yeah. of friendlies. Um, so yeah, we had a couple people. I know stick. we had a couple people swap sides. Um, I kept trying to mess with Kai, and every time we were both on the field, I would just start yelling. I'm like, Kai, here, 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 pass me the ball, and she'd almost do it every time. Oh, dang. Um, which is funny. We also went to PKs just for yeah. the oh. sake of it. I how the PKs go? It was so much fun. Pogues did win the PKs. Yeah, they Whoa. smashed us. Yeah, um, they absolutely dominated it was but it was still fun like i've never mm -hmm. taken a pk so like this like shattered any nervousness i mean there's no chance that i would because you know not we're not that attitude i'm not even uh. a player this season <laughs> <laughs> um like there's no chance that i would this season but like i took it and i guess it could have been really good so the goalie saved it I don't remember his name. Matthew. Max. Max. I got a bone to pick with Max close. at the end of this. Um but mine hit the bar, started coming down, and he hit it out. And so Cole was like, that could have gone bar down, could have gone out a little bit, could have gone in. Like, it's hard to tell what it would have done. But, like, the fact that I hit a crossbar is insane to me. I could not recreate yeah. that if I tried in a million years. That's a good shot. I really thought it was going to go, like, can't. way over. Um, no. You're but a PK star now. Rumor. 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 Shelby Street might be coming back next year. We love that rumor. Might return. have to end up with like a childish situation <laughs> or Liesl's on full babysitting duty, but we will have a mobile child next year. Yes. You're so going to have to bring like. We have to have a, a cage. plan. No. A cage. <laughs> I don't believe in caging children, to be fair. I need that to be I on mean, the record. What's the line between a cage and a pack and play? You know? 
a few feet. A lid. And a lid. <laughs> I was about to say a top. A lid. He'll probably we'll also by then be able to be like using zippers. So we can't like zip him in. Like they have those like portable animal kennels that are like big. It's like a tent almost, but different. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Delete this. <laughs> um, who was the other friendlies? Um, Near East United played Fletcher Place. Yes. That um, game, I'm not sure how it concluded. Why did that game Oh, happen? I know. So they both just wanted to play. Um, I know Andy had reached out ahead of time saying, like, hey, Midtown really wants to play That's, friendly. Mm-hmm. Right? No, Real Fletcher Place and Near East United. They played. Yeah. I don't next know what I'm thinking of. But uh, you're Midtown thinking of Upper Downtown and Midtown, Midtown played. Which is great. Since are you sure Midtown is not Fletcher Place? Yep. Yes. And they see, I told you Fletcher they, Place isn't real. They were playing on the middle field um, during the Indy Cup games on either side of them. And when the rain started, we needed to take their field. And they decided, let's not play the second half. Let's just go drink together. Beautiful. Oh, that's wonderful. And they did. And that's they had a great true, time. Like ICF camaraderie. Yeah, I love it. I know Old North had a party get together mm-hmm. yeah. offsite with Jam and Jelly. Here's my thing. Yeah. If they did that at someone's house, they don't earn any social points for that. I love that you guys are hanging out. I don't feel like that counts for anything. Hot take? Do you disagree? You can. I don't disagree. I don't, I don't disagree. I think anyone here has a say in that, but... Cole does. He's not, he's not here. here. He's here. I also but rumor on the street is I have his ear, so... <laughs> did on they the submit street, literally. Huh? Did they submit points for it? I don't know. It could be social other. So, uh, there's also a dirty theory uh, that someone may have double submitted social points because they went to two different uh, like after parties both of which were sponsors is that allowed if you go on a Thursday and you just do a bar crawl to all the different sponsors do you get a point for each location. I don't know. We've got some things to work I'm, out in the off season. Clearly, Jordan's listen. The difference you. between Southside and Pogues social points is what now point zero two, three five zero two three, or something. Two. That's literally the difference of like two bodies at an after party. Yep. Um. So like this matters. Did you guys know? And I don't know if I've told anyone this. Last season, one day, I had some of my teammates who are also neighbors. Helped me spread mulch in my gardens and counted that as helping a neighbor. Yeah, I knew that. But I think if it somebody is. babysets my kid, does that count as volunteer? Probably. <laughs> Liesel. Only on a Thursday? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, we're going to have to hammer out some brass tacks this year. And there was one more friendly, which Jason is intimately aware of. <laughs> yes. Because he played for both teams. Oh, the, yeah. Okay. So Did you it, ref and play? It was the. <laughs> West Side Derby between Hallville and Old Speedway City. Love a good derby. Um, they asked me if I would rev. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just be very bad at it. I didn't have a whistle. <laughs> whistle. I didn't have a card. I just kind of yelled whistle. things at people as we were going around. Um, early on in the game, Speedway had a corner kick. It went over, by, over everybody's head. But I had positioned myself to be in a spot where I knew it would go. I kicked it back into the center. And both Speedway and Hallville just looked at me and was like, oh, yeah, that was out. It's a throw in for, for Hallville and just walked down the field like I didn't even exist. And I was like, guys, if it bounces off the ref, it's still in play. Like, I'm part of the field. And they're like, it doesn't matter. Just throw the ball in. So they wouldn't let me play. They shelby you. 
Yeah, they wouldn't let me play. Nobody let Jason play. So I just I just kind of reffed it. And it was I actually I want to say they Shelby'd him. I would rather say they Kenny'd him. That's, yeah. They, uh... I don't know. I'm buds with Kenny now. We've been on the yeah. field together. Kenny moves very quick. He is, well, he is a runner by trade. Okay. Not by Disgusting. Mean, not for his job, but he is fast. Yeah, he's Kyle's best friend. How do we get back to the friendliest of friendlies here? How what? We got it's back all onto the friendliest of friendlies. It's it's everything Kenny. comes back to the friendliest of friendlies. Okay. Yeah. Hallville won this game 4-3. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Jason, nobody cares you, about your dumb two teams. I'm I joking. Know, I we know. love them no, both so was, much. I feel like this was a good redemption for Hallville, right? A very good. This was game like a healing moment. This was a healing game for and Hallville. that incredible trophy. And Speedway got to hold um, Hallville to just, just four goals, and to also only concede that final winning goal in the last play of the game. Yeah, they were on their way to PKs. Which I would have made them take. And which, I, yeah. This is the opposite of Hallville's last game in the playoffs, right? Against Heron Martin. Well, against Heron Martin, yeah. Uh, we, orange. Well, I'm just we, saying, so orange. Like, we saw orange and we took it to the max. Just, yeah, we had to, You didn't see red, you saw orange. We saw orange. Um, we, uh, Dan from Old Speedway City, the new captain of Speedway, had his first goal ever in the league Very nice. <gasps> on Yay. a corner kick header. Great job. Um, great goal. He celebrated by running the entire length of the field. And uh, I think he deserved it. Good job. It was a good, was a good game. Uh, very good showing for Speedway. Allville did get the win at the very end and won the tire side wall of a 18-wheeler nice. truck. So <laughs> it was heavier than it looked. And we, they I felt still like it looked it. really heavy. <laughs> Kyle, I reserve the next three minutes just for you and you alone. So, uh, ladies, gentlemen, and they, thems, we are down to the thick of it, if you would. Some of us have two Into league games remaining. It. Some of us have Into one. The thick of it. Um, and what that means is, is there's been some math that can mathematically guarantee you certain things or mathematically eliminate you from certain things. Wow. What those things are, we're going to get into too. So friends, would we like to start with At Properties League 1 or At Properties League 2? Which, in your opinion, is more exciting? Um, The promotion and relegation battles in both are extremely exciting. Um, then let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. We can start with one, two, three. Don't know what you're referencing. It's a we have a third sound lead? of music? No. Okay. No. Okay, well, we'll just start I've with League One. I've almost watched. Okay, we'll I've watched a good portion of that movie on TikTok, but that's about all I have. Is Were that you me? Just, Did you no, just that mute was the me? red mic? Oh, okay. Beginning. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go Sorry. Kyle. Beginning with Hat Properties League One. Let's talk about who's going to win the championship. Yeah. Um, only two teams remain in contention, and by remain in contention, yes, I know in theory you could get the amount of. ICF points that you need to potentially pass. That's a theory because we only have two weeks remaining. So what we've done is we have calculated expected ice. Sorry, guys. A man just walked by on Shelby Street who's the first nude person I've ever seen on Shelby Street. He's not right now, but the last time he walked past, his pants fell down while he was walking. Oh, I thought you meant he was fully naked. I just assumed he was wearing pants, and I was like, I see how that was a mistake. But once he was not. Sorry, go on. Enough. We've calculated expected ICF points. Huh? 
that don't involve being naked. Um, and if you show up naked, you are losing points. You're getting banned. Um, um, and so each team has an expected amount of ICF points for the remainder of the season. Obviously, sure. you may get more. Obviously, you may get less. This is just so we can calculate things. Sure. Um, Rivers. Like you can expect like Pogues is going to continue going mm-hmm. to after parties. Like Garfield's going to continue doing that. We know Brad Ripple's going to keep volunteering. Like all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. So, Riverside, if you win a single game remaining out of your two, or if you happen to just draw both of them, have a weird dip in form, you are the App Properties League One champion. Congratulations. Mapleton, you are still alive. If, for some reason, Riverside loses both of these games, or only draws one of them, and you win both of those games with your expected ICF points, you will be App Properties League One champion. Wild. So you will need to do some storyboard watching, but you also have to take care of business on your own end. Those are the only two teams that are still alive so for the championship. And remind me, when's the last time? Like, these teams have already played each other, right? Yes. Okay. So what is the rest of the schedule for both of those teams? So the rest of the schedule mm, for both of these teams... I have it here if you need me to say Yes, I know that Why Mapleton... Why are you asking questions you have the resources okay. Mapleton for. plays... Mapleton plays Bates Hendricks mm-hmm. FC, who is currently sitting in what place? Last place in okay. at Properties League One, and we will talk about that here in a second. And then Mapleton plays Irvington FC, which is currently sitting in... Um, I believe sixth at this... Mid-table. Mid-table. Okay. Safe from relegation. Uh, Riverside City, their next game is against Irvington FC. Mid-table. Tough tough game (laughs) for Irvington (laughs) FC. Sorry, Irvington. And then their final game of the year is against Tallville CD. Very interesting. Who did beat them quite handily Mm -hmm. last time we played. Just saying. Oh. Just saying. Shots fired. Just say, I don't play on the team anymore. I don't know what shots I'm firing. Anyway. What team do you play on these days? Don't worry about it. All okay. of them. Or none of them. I can, I'm around. Nobody will let him play. No. <laughs> okay. Continue. Looking at the relegation battle, there is a photo that may or may not be posted at some point of me trying to do math of the relegation battle because it physically hurt. Hurt your brain? Um, there are one, two, three, four, five, six teams that can still be relegated. Those teams are Haville CD, Atletico Pogues Run, Martindale, Sporting Heron Morton, Mass Ave, and Bates Hendricks. In that order in the standings. Start with Haville. Haville. With a win or two draws. Um, Man, he went into I love this shit so much, though. I don't like have the math oh. capabilities to do this, but I find it fascinating. With a win. I could, I just don't have the time. Or two draws, Haville's safe. And Hallville okay. will be playing Mass Ave United, who's currently mm-hmm. also in this discussion. Yes. And Pivotal Riverside game. City. Oh. Ooh. Or if they lose and draw or lose both games, and Mass Ave or Bates drop any points, any soccer points remaining, they are safe. Okay. Okay. Who is next? Athletico Pogues Run is next. Athletico Pogues Run, their next game is against Sporting Heron Morton. Who's also in this conversation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and ending the year with Martindale mm-hmm. AFC. There are two games remaining in League One that are probably the two most pivotal games for the relegation battle, and that Atletico Pogues Run game versus Sporting Heron Morton is one of them. Because uh, we'll get to those implications for Sporting Heron Morton in a little bit. Um, but if Pogues wins and loses, or wins and draws, or 
draws both games and Mass Ave or Bates drop any points, they are safe. In addition to, if they just draw one of those games, Mass Ave gets less than five soccer points, Bates drops any soccer points, they are safe. Or, if they can't seem to get a win at all, and Mass Ave scores less than five points, or Bates scores less than five points, they are safe. Which also the added wrench is Pogues has been extended an offer to just come on down to League Two. Pogies choice. Pogies, Pogies choice. choice. And that's only because are, now AC Mile Square does not exist this year. Mm-hmm. Right. So the promotion relegation is already, yeah, a little bit messed up because of Mile Square and technically Real West. Like, they don't really factor into the promotion relegation because they're in League Two. So Real like, West just finishes Of course, bottom, we're not going to yeah. move them yeah. up to League One. Um, but yeah, and the Pogies are truly divided. Mm-hmm. Like... They have had a lot of conversation about whether they like that, they don't like it, if they want to. Which, like, the reason they're so high in the standings is because of ICF points. Mm -hmm. They have the highest remaining expected ICF points at six-tenths of a point. Which, it's also insane. So, like, they're decent at soccer, too. And it's really unfortunate that they have had so many people injured and Mm -hmm. just out and all that different thing. I mean, like, (laughs) it's like over half their team is in Club Med now. Yeah. I know they've talked, though, that they think they can beat Heron Morton. They have. Yes. Which is what's have. crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's why, like, they also, like, they just have such good attitudes that, like, they're not miserable after these no. games. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, when we lose sometimes, I, like, I hate everything. I'm absolutely miserable. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, fine. Yeah. They just have a cosmic brownie and move on. Yeah. Make a friendship bracelet. Continue on businesses. And I do you want to say, as far as the situations, I've only talked about Mass Ave and Bates dropping points because those are the two teams in the relegation zone. Obviously, if Mass Ave okay. and Bates pick up points and then like a Martindale or a Hawville or Sporting Hair Morton is dropping them, there could be shifts there. But that's that was way too many scenarios for this podcast. Um, <laughs> so I did the teams that were already Which in relegation. It's insane that there is still so many scenarios with only two weeks left. Mm-hmm. What's our next one? Martindale is an interesting case um, because I have a question mark next to their ex-ICF points because the last time I ran the numbers, they had not submitted. They have submitted two-tenths of an ICF point since then, which Hmm. could make a difference. Um, I just don't know how those points were submitted, so I wasn't able to break it down and divide it. Oh, sure. But if Martindale went out or they get four points or went into draw and soccer points, they're safe. If they just win a singular game, which which games do they have rema- remaining, Jason? Martindale will be playing Real Fletcher Place, mm-hmm. and then the Atletico Pogues run. So if they can get three points either from the Pogues or Real Fletcher Place, they are safe if Mass Ave and Bates drop points. So any time that Bates hmm. loses or draws, Mass Ave loses or draws. Or if they only get one point, if they only draw one of these two games and Mass Ave gets less than four soccer points or Bates gets less than four soccer points. They are safe. Or if they happen to go out and not get caught in the drug (laughs) van, but they do lose both games. If Mass Ave and Bates score less than three points, they're safe, which they do play each other. Mass Ave and Bates. And we'll get to that. The next team and the most interesting team remaining in the scenario, because they only have one game remaining, is Sporting Heron Morton. If Sporting Heron Morton win this game, they over. are over Atletico Pogues run. 
They are not safe based on that alone. They have to hope that Massav and Bates score less than five points. Now, in reality, that should happen because they play each other. Or, if they draw, Massav and Bates have to score less than three points. So, if for some reason Massav beats Bates or vice versa, and then the other team wins in the week that they don't play, Sporting Heron Morton's down if they draw Athletico Pogues run. Or, if the Pogies come out and they shock the Indy Cup semifinalists, if Massav score more than three point, or two points and Bates score more than two points. So just a draw on both. Or they have to win. Get one win. They're good. They're good. The Pogies have the power right now. A lot is dependent on Pogues. And not only can Pogues send down Sporting Heron Morton with this, they can help Bates Hendricks and they can help Massav. They have League One in the palm of their hands. <laughs> in so many different ways. The most interesting thing as well is talking about I- Mass Ave next. ICF expected, zero. The only team that hasn't submitted any ICF points this entire year. Um, obviously, we know they've been going through some things. Uh, emotions are a bit high, um, but they can find a way out of relegation if they win both of their games. First game is against Hallville CD. Mm-hmm. Which would be a big game for Hallville. And their second game is against Bates Hendricks FC. In the final week of the year. Can I get a piece of paper? A blank yes. piece of paper? I are you, would like to are you doing a, more math? No, I would like to make a note for myself. Okay. Oh, wow. This is paper. Yeah. I got it from something. I don't remember. I got it from something. Pretty sh- nice paper you got there, Kyle. Feel it. Oh, it's like cardstock. Neat. Shout out to Did you notice uh, that there's like a grid on one side and lines on the other? No. Pick wisely. Oh, is there for real? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Talking about Mass Ave. If they went out and Hawville, Pogues, Martindale, Sporting Heron, Morton draw up points, they're good. They're good. Wild. Um, it's assuming that one of those point teams drop points at some point along the way on their, so- <laughs> Excuse me. On their soccer points alone, they'll be good to go. If they win their first game and draw their second game. Now, this is where it gets muddy because Bates and Mass have played each other, so we have to focus on that game. If they win their first game and draw their second game or draw and win. If Martindale loses or draws their final two games or loses both of their final two games, they would pass Martindale. If Sporting Heron Morton draws or loses, they would pass Sporting Heron Morton. If they win and they lose to Bates, and Bates loses to Mapleton, or they lose their first game and then they beat Bates, if Martindale loses both their games, or and Sporting Heron Morton draws or loses, they're safe. Wow. Or if Masshaf draws both games, which is what I like to think will happen, and Sporting Heron Morton loses, they will beat Sporting Heron Morton by less than a point. There's a baby outside now. I cannot sit in a window-facing seat. There is way too much going on. We can just never record here again. I've seen drugs. I've seen babies. There's a dog inside. There's a... Oh. Trying times This man has a lot of bags in his right hand. Check. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of grocery bags. Anyways. And our final scenario for relegation. Bates Hendricks. Wow, we're still on League One. (laughs) Believe it or not, I think Bates is in one of the best places of any of these teams. Oh my gosh. I don't know what's going on. 
They play Mass Ave the last week of the season in, in Mapleton, Mapleton, I believe. Which will be a rematch of their Indy Cup game, Ooh. which, remember, was a pre-match. Two to one. And two to one. Very close. If they manage to find a way to win both of these games, Havill scores less than a point, so zero. APR scores less than two points. Martindale scores less than four. Or Sporting Heron Morton does literally anything. Um, they could pass them. Any of those teams in those scenarios. If they draw against Mapleton and then beat Mass Ave on the final week of the season and Martindale scores less than two points or Sporting Heron Morton loses or draws or Mass Ave does anything against Tawville, they're safe. Or if they lose against Mapleton, beat Mass Ave, Martindale manages to not pick up any points. Sporting Heron Morton does anything but win. And Mass Ave loses or draws versus Havilles, Bates is safe. Or. I need an or count by the end of it, this. It's high. If they manage to beat Mapleton, avenge their any cup loss, they draw Mass Ave. Martindale scores less than two points. Sporting Heron Morton does anything but win. And Mass Ave does anything but win in their, in their first game, or this next week's game. They're safe. If they lose to Mass Ave, beat Mapleton, Martindale has to lose both their games. Sporting Heron Morton just has to not win. I wrote and or. Oh, no, both of those things have to happen. Apologies. Or if they draw both games and Sporting Heron Morton loses and Mass Ave loses or draws, they're safe. Bates has the most scenarios and the most awkward kind of little things that could happen with teams losing that would help them the most. Bates, honestly, is the team that has it most in their own hands while they need a lot of help, but they just need to win. So, what is the more likely outcomes? Give me a quick little summary. Well, looking at records from the season, you would expect, I love you, dear Pogies, but you would expect Sporting Harry Morton is probably going to beat the Pogues. <laughs> I don't know why I'm dying. Stop coughing. I would if I could Stop. care. Mind over matter, buddy. Um, <laughs> I don't really believe that in that instant. It's all in your head, man. But if Athletico Pugs does manage to upset, everything goes into chaos. But if Sporting Harry and Morton wins that game, it's really going to come down to what Martindale can do against Real Fletcher Place and Athletico Pogues run. Maybe they're down a couple people against the Pogies. The Pogies win their last game of the season. They've been spoilers before. The team that's outside of the relegation zone that is in the most trouble is Martindale, which makes sense. They're the spot above the relegation zone. Mostly because Bates and Mass Ave still have to play each other. One of those teams more than likely is going to get three points. A draw is the best case for Martindale. If I'm a betting person at this time, I think, in the end, Bates survives, Martindale goes down, and joins Mass Ave. Unfortunately, mostly because we're not sure if Mass Ave is going to be able to field full teams in the last week. Right. Some things are, you know, a little shaky with that team. Bates and could just get a forfeit win. Sporting here on Wharton is also the only team that only has one game remaining. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. There yeah. are two teams with interleague showcase presented by at Properties, and those two are Sporting Heron Morton in the last week and mm -hmm. Meridian Kessler United mm -hmm. this week. Are the reason why Meridian Kessler can't win League One anymore? Yeah, that is that property's League One. 
Great. Wow. Fantastic. Let's move on to League Two. Before we do, can we take a quick beer break? Because that was a lot. Please. I need a beer. And I see a lot of empties. Good call, Shelves. Refresh. Oh, speaking of goalies, um, here's my segue back in soccer. I know we still need to talk about League Two. Oh, yeah, let's talk about League Two, and then I can come in with my random notes. Great segue. <laughs> I have more on goalies in a bit, um, specifically about the Indy 11, but we'll get Same. there. Same. <laughs> in Inter-Miami and... Uh, oh, yeah. Who was it? It's not Chicago or Cleveland. Uh, Nashville. Nashville. Elliot Panico. We'll talk about you here soon, sir. But first, it's at Properties League Two. So... The App Properties League Two Championship is still on the line. Five teams are alive for it. Those five, five teams, five whole teams. Five alive. Mo- Inter Monon, Southside Soccer Club, Sporting White River, Broad Ripple City, Garfield AC. Very, very tight at the top. Which, do you have the points difference between them? Like, I, as it stands? I do on my phone. Give me a two Jason, seconds. do you have it up? Can you get there faster? I am there. Just to recap these standings, Intermonon, 26.768. Southside, or 25.768, excuse me. I, I mean, okay. I have it pulled up, and that was not a 26. My bad. What do you have? It's a lower number? Oh, oh, he's making fun of Kyle for misspeaking. Oh. Southside it's Soccer incredible. Club, 23.945. Sporting White River, 20.990. Broad Ripple City, 20.702. Garfield AC, 20.352. Three so twenties there. This is a difference of uh, what, like five point and this is five and with, a half points. This is mm-hmm. is this with ICF points submitted this past week? Because I, I didn't bel- submit mine until Saturday. <laughs> Potentially your not. ICF points may not be in here. Yeah. Your ICF points are actually not, not in Spoiler, here. we had twenty five volunteer hours this week. It's like an A, man. But you've capped out. Oh, valid. Ooh. But so rega- so the difference between one and five mm-hmm. is, is five point something. Points. Yeah. And we have six hour Which, points is remaining. Is it still, I know you just said these, mm-hmm. three, four, and five are all within like point. Tenths. Oh, Tenths. Five. I think point six. Fucking insane. Yeah. Within 0.6 before right. this with carries, I'm assuming your transit just and your social. Transit, social. Not that much. Just probably around point right. five. Math it up for me, Kyle. Intermonon controls their own destiny at the top. Um, all they have to do to secure League One, pending obviously any outlandish, you know, ICF points, is beat Garfield the last week of the season because they have their app properties in their league showcase this coming week. Garfield is still alive, Carrie. And if Garfield does manage to draw or beat Monon, Monon can still, in theory, based on ICF, win the league. If Southside Soccer Club loses against Midtown, and um, also if Sporting White River drops points at any time, um, those are the teams that are within striking distance. Southside Soccer Club, my alma mater. That's not the correct use of that. But did you just call us? I did. Um, if we beat Midtown. We have to beat Midtown for this to be possible at all. And Monon draws or loses versus Garfield. We are, at this moment, League Two champs because we are more than three points ahead of Garfield at this time, thanks to ICF points. So the fact that they have another game basically 
doesn't matter at this point. And you only have the one game against Midtown. Yes, which I, I think we'll talk about this week's games. And spoiler, it's supposed to be 102 degrees. I did look at that. Dang. Sporting White River. What you have to do for this, you have to win out. You need Monon to draw or lose versus Garfield. And you need us, Southside Soccer Club, to draw or lose versus Midtown. Now, Sporting White River, uh, their last game of the year will be against Midtown. Mm-hmm. But the game this week is against Broad Ripple City. <gasps> and we're going to get to that right now because Broad Ripple City is the team that's below them. And they also need to win out for a chance. So, in theory, if these teams draw, they're both done. They cannot win wow. League Two. And Broad Ripple City's last game of the year is against mm-hmm. Upper Downtown FC. Mm-hmm. And the one that wins, if one does happen to win and they don't draw, will be alive. The other will be out of contention for the League Two at Properties League Two title. Uh, for Broad Ripple, they'll also need the same. They're going to need Monon to draw or lose versus Garfield. They're going to need Southside Soccer Club to draw or lose versus Midtown that last week. Garfield. Garfield needs the most help, but it's definitely 100% not out of the question. If they went out and Southside Soccer Club draws or loses to Midtown and that hot, hot game that's going to happen on Thursday. Water breaks. And Broad Ripple and Sporting Right River tie, they are League One champions, or League Two champions. Congratulations, you got promoted and also won League Two. Well, League One, apparently. Garfield or, is playing near East United this week. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the final week is Enter Monon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would jump them past Monon based on the that win that last week. Or if Broad Ripple and Sporting White River, they don't play to a tie, one of them wins. If that team that wins that game between Broad Ripple and Sporting White River loses the final week. Like Jason said, Broad Ripple or loses or draws that final week. Like Jason said, Broad Ripple plays Upper Downtown, Sporting White River plays Midtown. Obviously, right now, Upper Downtown is a little bit higher in the standings. They have a little bit better of a record. So, Carrie, if you're wanting a path to winning League One, I would be a very large Broad Ripple fan in that game against Sporting White River. I mean, we are Broad Ripple fans. As you know, we've beat them twice this season. Um, They are a fun and nice team to play, on a side note. And they're very good. And those are your scenarios for the League Two Championship. It's made a lot easier than the relegation battle in League One because... I know a lot of those teams play each other, but Sporting White River and Broad Ripple taking each other out in this upcoming week is going to be a doozy. So what do you have to do to get promoted, you may ask? Maybe I can't win the championship, but I do want to go up to League One. I want to take the spot of Bates, or I want to take the spot of Mass Ave, or I want to take the spot of Martindale, or Pogues, or whatnot. AC Miles Square, may they rest in peace until they return next year. Um, (laughs) So dramatic. For promotion... All Monon has to do is beat Garfield. A draw, I wrote, is very likely, but not 100% mathematical. It's like 98%. If they were to draw, they would go up. There is some stuff with ICF that could happen to where they could, in theory, if they drew, and other teams succeed in various different ways. They wouldn't go up. Southside Soccer Club. All we have to do is beat Midtown. And... Multiple of these teams drop points. Garfield, Broad Ripple, Monon, and Sporting White River. Now, as you know, those teams play each other. Um, Garfield plays Monon. Broad Ripple plays Sporting White River. 
it's very likely that somehow, wow. some way, those teams are going to drop points. So a win, Southside is virtually up. Sporting White River, to get promoted, you have to win out. You have to not get caught by Garfield and ICF. Or you have to win and draw, and Garfield wins and draws, and they don't catch you in ICF. Or you draw their game with Broad Ripple, you win your final game, and then Broad Ripple loses or draws in their final game and not catch you in ICF. Broad Ripple City. You got a tough one against Sporting White River this week. But if you went out, you beat them, you won your final two games, and you also don't let Garfield catch you in ICF points, those ICF monsters, them, you're up. Or if you draw that game with White River and you win, and you catch Sporting White River in ICF points, or Sporting White River drops points in their final game, you're up. You're good. That's how you go up. Garfield, you do have the longest list here. Oh, But it wow. does not mean that it is... Implausible, it just means that you have more options. So, if Broad Ripple and Sporting White River draw, and Garfield wins out, they will be up over either of those teams, because they will get six, those teams will get four, they will expectedly not catch them in ICF. Or, if Broad Ripple wins and then loses, or Sporting White River wins and then loses, and then Garfield wins out, you're up. Or, if Broad Ripple and Sporting White River draw. And, excuse me, I'm going to cough again. No, I'm not. And then they win their final game. But Southside Soccer Club loses against Midtown. And Garfield were to win out, they're up. Or, our last scenario. If Broad Ripple City loses or Sporting White River loses to the other one, and then they both win their final games, and Southside Soccer Club loses, Garfield wins out. So, wow. just more scenarios for Garfield, wow. a bit more options to go up. Obviously, they need a little bit more help to win the league. But kind of like how Gary, I was talking about Bates, I feel like Garfield's in a really good position. It's not a bad place to be, honestly. Curious. Yeah. How badly do you want to play your sister this upcoming season? And there are two ways to do that, of either you get promoted and they stay up, or they get relegated and you stay down. Well, you're forgetting a third option, which is we could just, just schedule swap. a friendly. <laughs> well, that would require you to not to make it as far in the Indy Cup, which, <laughs> as you have seen, you guys are good. Yeah. We're, it's. I think it's really wild how good most of League 2 is. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's we were also it's, talking recently about a way to replay the Pogies next year. Yeah. To see if we can make Possible it happen. Possible preseason friendly. Yeah. Just, that banner needs more use. But it was, no. also, it was just fun. I say we need. I gotta stop talking about this friendly. <laughs> we have to move on. But looking at this, if there is a team that uh, the two most important games remaining, the two that have the largest implications are this week, Broad Ripple and Sporting White River, and the final week of the season, Garfield and Monon. What happens in those mm. games means a lot. Any way you slice it. So. Garfield. And then other teams have to take care of business against teams that are below them on the table. Not necessarily, you know, lesser teams, just teams that are below. Garfield already beat Intermonon earlier this season in the Indy Cup. Five to one. And Garfield, <laughs> she had that ready. Detmer, uh, tweet about it. <clears throat> it might have been five to one. If I mean, let's be honest, we'll find out. Detmer will so, correct it if not. But Garfield also has a history of 
beating in mm-hmm. Ramonon. Last so game of last season. Will that we continue? In we beat them 5-1 or 5 nothing. Mm-hmm. also. Or is it? Andrew what is his it? leg. Um, I will say, this is insider info, just in case, Bye, for some reason, we do get Indy City Football Sports betting up and running in time. Um, I'll take your money. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> I'll just give you a dollar. Um, we may have trouble fielding a full team that game. I heard you're missing we, some ladies. We have kind of been, two of the women on our team, one has not been able to make it to a single game due to some life circumstances, and another you do? came to one game. It's my friend Andy. Andy, if you're somehow listening and went to one game. Is she the one that came to, like, um, the very first game of the like, season? No, I was going to say Hi-Fi or something. No. That was my coworker, Hannah. She's so cool. Okay. Um, Andy came to the very first game of the season. She doesn't live in the neighborhood. She signed up for us instead of Near East United with all of our her other friends. Sure. Because she said she had a dream that told her to. Oh, oh my and gosh. I was just like, And how's yes. that working out for her? Well, so I don't know. So she came to the very first game of the season, and then we have not seen her since. Um, we've got several vacations Haley, Planned who vacations. can play whole games, mm-hmm. is out for school. I'm pretty sure the whole reason Cole and I got married in September was so it didn't interfere with any city football. But maybe <laughs> not everyone wants to put their future on hold for any city football. Fair enough. Um, my point is that Cole we, would probably disagree, but um, fair enough. Right now, and I don't even know for sure she can come. Katie Downey, shout out. Um, she's our only woman that will probably be there that night. So we will be playing most of the game down a person. I've tried to finagle people to change vacations. And I'm still working on it, and I won't give up. But I will say, like, two things. Number one, that would really suck if we can't field a full team for that very last game. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is when we played them the last time, we also played down a player for the first about five minutes of the game due to mm-hmm. people not getting there on time. And we did score a goal during that time. Ooh. So I think Ooh. it's not out of the realm of possibilities, but it is looking a little rough. And we also don't know what that Monon camp is looking like right yeah. now. They could be in a similar situation. Hey, and Detmer, feel free to tweet, tweet at us. us that Carrie did get that score wrong. <coughs> it was 6-1. Oh. oh. I don't think he's going to correct Detmer, you Detmer, I that. didn't want to, like, roast <laughs> you. It's not my fault. Um, we love you, Detmer. Hot take. Go on. Feel free to cut this out. So, been, this is not at Garfield. This is just, I have seen some general feedback that people are upset about the way that the season is right now because they have vacations and stuff planned that overlap with ICF games. So like it's unfair that there are important games like at the very beginning of the season, in the middle of the season, at the end. Like how am I supposed to plan for this? It's summertime. This is what it is. Like yeah. you know what I would say to that? Also, most people do not like summertime means nothing to me. My job is year round. I think the vast majority of Hoosiers and Indianapolis people like like I will not, not be thing. at the Intermonon game. Like I have plans that day and I will not we, be there. In this also, 102 degree heat, we are going to be missing multiple people who normally start for us. Yeah. I also just again, hot take. Feel free to cut this out. I don't think it's a hot take. I think ICF this is, is what happens when you're busy making plans. No, this is also this is fucking recreational soccer. Adult recreational soccer. We'll try to get you like. We'll try to get the schedule out earlier this year so you can plan accordingly yep. next year. No, we won't. I'm already <laughs> working on the schedule. Mm, fine. Um, <laughs> I just we'll like be in your manager packets. 
We're getting packets. It's also, so it also, this is. Is that like a swag bag? Like, will there be perfume and like. Oh, yeah. That, cool so that phones? was my note that I stole this for earlier was to make a manager's packet. Um, Fucking where we just love give packets. like physical resources. Because that's also, this ties into my thought a few weeks ago of like, how do we let the people know that aren't in the in that like we have a podcast there's a slack channel like all of these other internal resources yeah that like you just don't have access to and it's I like literally this. just print it out because i was thinking like okay say i don't listen to the podcast say i like i'm not in the slack i don't follow social media like whatever you're just out of touch the only time you're, you're out of touch <laughs> if you're out of touch out, right? this podcast will save you <laughs> the podcast uh, so I was thinking about how the only way you're going to see kind of what's going on, like outside of literal soccer points, is going to be those standings boards. Right. And that's if you pay attention to the ICF points. You might just look and be like, okay, we're top of the table. We've, we're have 6-0-1, whatever. Like, you might look at just the information that you need and not care about anything else. So it's like, all right, how do we get the rest of this information out to the people? And I also love putting together a packet. I love a good Well, Shelby, good it sounds packet. like you just uh, volunteered to make the manager packets. Happily. Would you like, like a friend to help you with it who also loves to put together a packet? Absolutely. I just, uh, at Jordan Updike, packets. at the Kamish Indy, I don't know what his Twitter handle is, um, pulled that out of nowhere. Uh, I just need copier money. The reason being is I went to print out like QR codes for point submissions to get people into Slack. I want to get them like super kit information, how to order, what does the pricing breakdown look like? Like if you get this many sponsors, like that's how it's been is like, if you get the full sponsors, then like it's paid for. Like I love covered. it. Why we've been sitting here and Kyle's like rambling off every possible intricate scenario. Shelby's been like, Next year, Planning. here's what I'm we're going to do make for It's amazing. QR code. Oh, this uh, group is so great. Get the schedule. Get a copy of the rules. Um, Post the schedule on your fridge. Yeah. Like, I just we'll want to get all of the, the information. For each team. Okay, that now we're over committing, cool. guys. No, we got to cool go in off. the packets. Yeah. However many people are going to get a schedule. Also, so any other listeners, if you're like, man, this would have been helpful when I was first a manager. I know there's like an existing manager packet online mm-hmm. of like, hey, here's how to be a manager of ICF. I know it doesn't always get out to people, especially if you come into the picture like a few weeks in. Um, if you're like covering for somebody. Also, like maybe you started being a manager six years ago. Things have changed since you first got here. Like, I just want to make sure everyone's up to date. Um, cause that was my note to the table, uh, just a few minutes ago also was we're kind of low on ICF points. So you can max out nine points, three in each category. No one is close to maxing out all three. So there are a handful of teams that are going to max out one, maybe two categories. So like social volunteer, I think you have the most impact on, um, like Garfield, Pogue, Southside, Pretty much guaranteed to, uh, I think, probably max out volunteer. I don't know if Southside will. Social, we're as close as we can get. You really only get there with consistent after-party attendance and Indy 11 attendance. Um, And then volunteer, it's like a couple teams will max that out, and then everyone else is pretty low. But, like, overall, like, most teams have less than two total ICF points. Mm -hmm. It is, like, a very small fraction that has more than that and they generally have more than like four to five like is there's a big gap so i wonder how can we bridge that 
which every off season uh, is this the time to be talking about this? I Did know. I interrupt another conversation? You didn't what interrupt the conversation, on? but I feel like I feel like I'm just going. It's so here's the thing, Shelby, and maybe we can add this to a different episode instead because. D- I'm just worried. This might that be like a good. Not, I'm not uh, saving this audio for later. After it's hearing hashtag Kyle marathon podcast, marathon. This podcast. is also fun, but also I'm worried it will get lost. I can. I should probably like put some notes together, and then we can talk about like what happens in the off season. Yep, that's perfect. I think because yeah. I think because I love this, and yes to all of it, but also I feel like after people listen to Kyle's scenarios, they're gonna be like, oh, I'm done. No, I do not if, need a new sheet of paper. Will, Thank you so much. If though. you're <laughs> will save this chunk, and I will put it into the end of every episode. No, don't if, do that. If you're here from my fantasy football league, first of all, you have no idea what I'm talking about. That's okay. Second of all, yes, I did just pick DJ Moore and Joe Burrow. Thank you for w- listening. Okay. I do have more stuff to talk about relevant to this week. Go. Soccer-wise, Indy 11. This also ties into ICF points. There are, what, two more games still? There are two more possible games. They play Loudoun United on the 26th of August. They play someone at Carroll on September 2nd. I don't remember who. Fun fact, so Saturday, September 2nd is the last day you can submit ICF points. Bum, bum, bum. If you submit them that Sunday, done. Zero. Does not count. If you submit them any point after, it does not matter. We are only waiting until after that Indy 11 game. And, like, we'll try to keep people honest. Like, so Cole's the one who manages, like, you know, putting in the points and updating the standings and stuff. He does his best to kind of call out, like, oh, I see a group of, like, Midtown folks over here. We hang out with the pogies or whatever. But, like you're not getting a lot of time to figure this out. Right. So like do it while you're tailgating, mm-hmm. do it as soon as you get in, like as soon as you get into the BYB, you've got all your stuff settled. Like just do it, submit your points, be done. It's over. Y'all got cellular data. Um, yeah, those are really the only other two like big social points. I know like we've said it a million times. There are so many teams that are so c- close as far as these ICF points, but also like, battling for this social trophy yeah like Southside wants to defend I know it's really important to us to get a trophy this year it's, it's not guaranteed that we're gonna get the bell but man we love drinking beer together maybe you'll get a so. trophy and then Mapleton will just steal it it's possible I mean this is why we don't invite other ICF people over to our house because they probably would steal it Valid. real quick before we continue with ICF points I just want to run through this week's games uh, just please. so we're aware of what's <laughs> happening in this 102 degree heat. Uh, I will also That's say, what I interrupted. please, please, please drink water. If you have a low amount of team members, please, we'll probably end up doing quarters. We'll end up doing yeah. water breaks. We'll end up doing something. We know it's going to be hot as literally a Dickens. It's going to be not the Dickens, a Dickens. damn near unbearable. Not Charles, um, not Charles Dickens, not the Dickens. We will it's do a Dickens. We will Timothy do our best Dickens. to accommodate. But those games for this week are looking at like your app properties. League one Riverside Oof. city will take on Irvington FC. Like I said earlier, Riverside, you win this game, you win at properties. League one Athletico Pogues run and sporting Heron Morton and probably one of the most important games this week. Who's going to stay up? Who's going to go down? We'll find out. Mass Ave United and Hawville CD. Jason has a vested interest for Hawville and probably about six or seven other teams in this league. Yeah. Um, furthermore, at 740, Bates, Hendricks, and Mapleton will do battle in a rematch of last week's rematch of the Indy Cup. Who will come? Will Bates, will Bates you know, get out of the relegation zone? We'll find out. And Real Fletcher Place and Martindale go up against each other. The soundboard is raving. 
That's at Properties League 1. And at Properties League 2, Southside Soccer Club in Midtown. Huge game for Southside. Can they win that game and finish out the season strong? We'll find out. That was my Midtown fun fact was Andy scored his first goal since like 1999 or something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we got the rumors as well. Uh, Old North United and Old Speedway City, the battle of olds, the retirement home. We'll see who comes away with the retirement trophy. That's what I'm calling it. Um, the retirement seven, trophy? The retirement trophy. They're both olds. Upper Town Town and FC Fountain Square. You'll do battle at 740. Neither of those teams can win the League 2 title, but it should be a really fun game. Sporting White River and Broad Ripple City in one of the most, most, most important games of the week. We'll see who's still alive for promotion and for the App Properties League 2 title. And then, finally, our Interleague Showcase presented by App Properties. Yes, League 1 has won it. Yes, we're still doing them. Intermonon will take on newly promoted Meridian Kessler United in a game of that general area, whatever it's called, um, South Broad Ripple, you know, the trail, glorified bike, you know, in a game that League 2 could have a good showing in. But that's your games for this week. Get ready. It's going to be hot. It's going to be fun. It's going to be like an oven. We'll talk about that after. Uh, Okay, so uh, no one liked Kyle's rumor mill because Chopin started his own rumor mill on Thursday. He did. Uh, So rumor, everyone's jealous of, of the friendship and the friendship bracelets. Facts. Facts. I love these bracelets so much, and I'm so sad because I'm actually going to some like EDM concerts, and so I know people are gonna try and do the like candy trade where you like swap bracelets, and I like I'm gonna have to leave these at home because I don't want to get rid of them. Shelby said no, thank you. I'm jealous of them. I have to be honest. They're so much fun. They're this so is cool. so sweet. Lindsay, amazing. Katie, amazing. All of Pogues, truly amazing. Uh, from Midtown, couple of things. Number one. Upper Downtown and Midtown made an important decision to call our game at halftime because there were beers to be drunken. As Harry mentioned this earlier. I did spoil it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Andy scored his first goal in Indy City football. Oh, Which I'm in a friendly, but I'll take it, in my first goal in a game since 1999. I was I was mentioning the rumor mill when I brought this up. His first goal since 99. I was born that year. Oh, Kyle. Oh, I don't like that. And that is Indy City football <laughs> live. <laughs> We can end it here if we are all ready to. <laughs> I like what's happening. I feel dead inside. I feel Indy City it's football been 24 dead. years, and Andy. No, I have more oh. stuff to talk about. Oh. We have the Indy 11 update. They've won four of five. They've yeah, never done that the, before. What the fuck is going on with Indy 11? They're, when they go on the road, unstoppable. Unstoppable. So They're if, insane away. If you were following along at home, Indy started this by beating Pittsburgh on the road. Pittsburgh's top of the East. No one thought that was going to happen. Then they lost on my birthday against Memphis at home. Yeah. They were oh, home. Oh, on your 24th birthday? My 24th birthday. God, um, I'm going to go home and hold my child and cry. And then Jesus they've just Christ. gone on a tear. At home, in rain, they beat Birmingham. Four to nothing. Fucking Birmingham. Birmingham. Goddamn Birmingham. And then they uh, went into Miami in a very important game for the playoffs. 1-0. Another clean sheet. What'd they do yesterday? They went to El Paso. Mark Lowry's former stopping grounds. Uh, Brian Robleon. Marishak Jerome. Sebastian Velasquez. Several players on their team. That's where they used to play. What'd they do? They came from behind twice. It's also where uh, Mark Lowry's Mm -hmm. from. Yeah. 3-2 victory in El Paso against a team that hasn't won in 10 games, which is just rough for them. But... On a tear, 
Um, Chim Trilk has graced the goal. Um, Yannick Odell, as Greg Rakestraw said, during that Birmingham broadcast, should be out for a substantial amount of time. Indy 11 on an absolute, absolute me? <laughs> And so basically now they have looked totally different on offense. Callum Chatham-Page came in from Miami. Looks like a fucking superstar in defense. Sebastian Velasquez energizing the offense. Douglas Martino Energize. looks like an, a legend. Sebastian Gonzati scored three in the last three games. Solomon Asante and Aiden Quinn, 50 goals and 50 assists in the USL Championship. Now each Aiden Quinn, most minutes ever in the USL Championship. The 11 are Wonderful. flying, which is completely different than every 11 update we've had so far this year. Crazy. Make it make sense. I'm afraid that if I keep watching, they're going to lose because I have only watched one of the last five games, and that is the game they lost. They were losing last night, and I walked into the other bedroom and said, let's just see what's going on, and I stayed there the rest of the game, and Cal goes in. They won. As soon as I left, they just kept scoring. So I think I'm starting to become a part of the problem with them losing. <laughs> the moment she left the room, they scored. <laughs> they tied the game the moment she left the room. Is Liesl the problem? I don't know. One of our hooligans, Josh, who's also a BYB capo, um, has been giving me a lot of shit on Twitter because I keep saying they're back. I keep saying how well they've been doing. He thinks that I'm cursing them. Same with uh, Doctor of Defense Sam Snydman. Am I cursing them? Are they doing well? Find Maybe. out. Stay tuned. We'll give you an update next week. I still have more. Indie? No, oh, I have nope. more soccer stuff. Elliot okay. Panico? Not yet. So uh, Not yet. more Premier League flags have been popping up in South Garfield. People are starting to hang like Premier League flags. Like we've got, I know a Liverpool, I want to say Everton, but I don't think it's actually Everton. I think Everton is on my mind because Villa beat Everton. Should I get a Nottingham Forest one? Cole just oh, ordered a do. Villa flag. Sneaky to, trees. To just be around everybody else. Just be involved. Um, that was my local tidbit. But we've got to talk about Nashville versus Intermite Miami, which Cole's hot take, probably not that hot. Hot. It's a lukewarm take. Is hiring Messi is one of the worst things that MLS has ever done. Really? Because it's changed the bar. It's just like it's everyone versus Messi. I think he could explain it, it better. Which it's a shame that he's not here. It it does in a way feel like that in the league's cup. Because it was a cup, and it started from the beginning. Yeah. I will say, Messi is going into a situation where Miami are last in the table. And I believe they are last by, and they're out of the playoffs by around 14 points. Wow. 12 to 14, somewhere in there. Someone can fact check me. I might be wrong. That's a mountain to climb and the amount of games they have left. Wow. So it should be interesting. So this game... I mean, it was very neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Went to PKs. They get through their first five. And who's in goal for Nashville? Tied. In goal for Nashville. You might recognize the helmet. The helmet. I don't remember his name. All I remember is the helmet. Elliot Panico. Panico. From Indy 11. He was acquired on loan from Nashville, I believe, last year. Don't miss him. I do. <laughs> so, I do every day. Uh, he's in that. Uh, yeah, get through the first five PKs, it's tied. And then it goes to sudden death. That goes on to, what, 11 total? Yes. So uh, and who it took goes the last? through every single one, and it gets to goalie v. goalie. 
and motherfucker. Elliot Panico. Elliot Panico is the first one to miss a PK. So you're and saying he lose it for Nashville. Panicode. Yes. Indy 11 alum. If anyone was going to fumble the bag and miss a PK in round 11, who else other than a former Indy 11? Player? I do want to say in Elliot's defense, I watched the penalty. He put it in a decent spot. It, it also, like, these were, for the most part, all, like, good kicks. Like, this is an insane situation. Also, to just get to, like, the 11th round is insane. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. Okay. That's, like that's all I have for them. Um, my last somewhat pod relevant, I'm, I will ignore my non-pod relevant fun fact and keep you with pod relevant. In keeping with... Putting pickles in drinks. Oh, no. <laughs> Some of us went to the state fair. Oh, yeah. Where a pickled frozen lemonade was offered. Yeah. The worst, worst thing, thing we've I saw, ever someone, had in our entire it life. It's zero to ten. Yeah. Yeah. So I, Cole bought it. I think we got most everyone to try it. It was disgusting. I was feeling a little ill, and I said, are you sure you want me to drink out of it? And he said, just drink it. And I drank it, and I almost puked a little, and he said, now throw it out. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> the rest of us had already tried it, so, like, regardless of what how Kyle felt, like, he was going to be the last one to drink out of it Dang. anyway. It was so bad. So it's not like when we... It is, like, not comparable beers. at all no. to beer and a spear. Beer and a spear. Tastes- I couldn't remember the name. Oh, I also have a... Next time we record at our house, I have a fun... Uh, Beer and a spear surprise. Oh. Ooh, yeah. of a variation on a pickle. Seventy-five percent pickle juice, twenty-five percent. It was. I so still think I would do it with sauerkraut and just let it be like pulp in an orange juice. I don't think I want pulp. Cole's beer. gonna throw up listening to pulp this. Pulp beer. Um, Jason's gonna shut us off, guys. Uh, that's yeah. That's all the ICF moderately relevant things that we I can have. record for another hour and eleven minutes. Oh, we're running out of storage. That's what you're checking. Wow. So the political situation in the <laughs> South China Sea. All right, bye. Is, Finn has been so worried about that. I know, right? He will not shut up about it. I keep it. talking to your baby about this. He's Finn's very like, interested he's in military a lot to say. Finn's first words are going to be, can we please talk about the political situation in the China Sea? He's Guys, very- we have to talk about this election. In China? He's just, I don't the, know, just the Turkish whatever election. the recent election is. Yeah, he kept talking to me when he was first born about the Turkish election. Now he's very mm-hmm. focused on the South China Sea. Very mm-hmm. geopolitical-esque baby. Mm-hmm. Guys, you have a Bachelor update, Carrie? Oh, uh, the finale is <laughs> tomorrow, and I don't know anything since the last episode I watched, but I am going to probably watch tomorrow. Yeah, let's get a We'll get a finale after. update, yeah. Finale. I do know, so I did watch the hometowns, and I couldn't, Beautiful. I couldn't remember anyone's names, and so... All right, I'm going to get my growler. We all got to close out our tabs. We'll go home. Yeah. I'm going to the concert next door. You know when we'll see you? We'll see you on the pitch. This episode of Indy City Football Live is brought to you by Turketti's in Indianapolis. Turketti's, nobody beats our meats. Once the 87th most popular U.S. soccer podcast for one day in July 2022, this show is brought to you by an all-star cast of Indianapolis Super Volunteers. Executive producer, host, engineer, and editor, Jason Racefan Chisholm. Executive producer, show host, porch host, and bachelorette expert in residence, Carrie Slow Hockey on Grass Burge. 
Assistant to the producers, league analyst, and vice shadow commissioner Cole for the Bush Street. Manager of the assistant to the producers and owner of the first legit city football tattoo, Shelby, that's really her name, Street. Executive producer, occasional interviewer, and league commissioner Jordan, the ghost of Smoke Mountain Updike. Along with these Hoosiers and a litany of partners, sponsors, players, and random people who walked into the studio because they saw us on Twitter, this has been Indy City Football Live, created by the Pod Squad and brought to you by Turketti. Thank you, have a good night, be a good neighbor. Oh my god, you look like the 4th of July. Makes me want a hot dog real bad.